Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about getting emotional check-ins, and there are a few people, when you see the title, you just want to not click onto it because you're thinking to yourself, boy, that's what this generation's all about. That's what this culture is all about, is just emotions. But I can agree with you in some sense that when I look around at some of the issues of our culture and of our nation, that we make so many decisions based purely and only on emotions. But what we don't want to do is go to the opposite end of the spectrum and ignore our emotions. Emotions are important. They're necessary. And something that I think that is far misunderstood and underestimated is the idea of emotional check-ins. The idea of coming across and asking your spouse and then understanding what they're saying when you ask the question, how are you doing? It's so simple, but it's a very deep question because the emotional health is not just vital to our own personal well-being, but the healthy relationship that we really want, especially when it comes to our marriage. It's important. What we want to do is give you some tools to dive in and help understand how to help give you guys a kind of checklist to help check in with each other to be more emotionally healthy. So number one, have a regular check-in with your spouse. That's a start right there. That is necessary because emotional health is something that we should really monitor within ourselves, but it's it's just not easy. Let's admit it. It's not easy. It's not easy to be self-aware all the time. And let's be real. I think all of us think that we're really good at being self-aware until our spouse or somebody points something out or something happens for which we kind of get we kind of hit the brick wall and realize we're not as self-aware as we thought we were. And so with the busyness of our days, with the pace that we live, sometimes we can easily push that idea of emotional health or emotional awareness to the bottom of the list and all of a sudden something explodes, something breaks, something happens and we realize, wow, we don't we didn't realize how deep in trouble we were in emotionally speaking until we get to that place of rock bottom and we're overwhelmed and we don't know what to do. And so having somebody in your life to just help you kind of be accountable and to walk through that self-awareness just goes a long way. Having somebody to check in with you and you to check in with them, it just helps us to better take care of ourselves and thus helps us to take care of the marriage itself. So when you get with your spouse, the question is, okay, what do we do? You know, what do we say? Well, ask questions and just be prepared to listen. Well, well, Dave, what do we ask? How about this? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there anything that I can do for you at this moment? Is there any way I can support you better? Or coming out of maybe a big event or a holiday or maybe a tough weekend or a job project, ask them, how did you do during that? What areas did you succeed at? Uh, What areas were you struggling? How can I be a support through any of that if that were to ever happen again? Having places where you can check in, and I think check-ins on a weekly basis, I don't think that's asking too much because check-ins can be five minutes or they can be 50 minutes. It can be a couple minutes or depending upon what the situation is, your spouse may need to be listened to for a little bit just to be fully present with them. So have regular check-ins. Number two, give your spouse room to hurt and be vulnerable. Give your spouse room to be hurt and to be vulnerable. Now, when I talk about being hurt or to hurt, what we, we none of us want our spouse to hurt. Let's be real. None of us want our spouse to be in pain. But when they're processing their pain, what they do not, I repeat, what they do not need you to do is come in and to rescue them from their painful moments. Now, does it mean they're not going to invite you to help? I'm not saying that. 
But sometimes a spouse needs to process their pain with you. They need to talk through it. And sometimes it is painful to hear what your spouse is experiencing in the moment or what they had experienced, and they have to talk through it. They have to be able to verbalize it. They have to be able to get it out. And if what you do is jump in and interrupt them and try to fix the moment, they're actually going to not feel like they've been helped. They're going to feel like they've been run over, and they're actually not going to feel safe enough to do that again. Well, well, Dave, what if my spouse says something and I take it personal or they're going to say something and I realize I didn't do something? You know what? You have to give that type of room because quite often I'm a fixer and I hear my wife say something and what I translate that to is she feels that way because I didn't provide the atmosphere for her to be safe or for the atmosphere to be healthy or the atmosphere for that to not happen. And I take it personal as if I was the end all and I should have done better. We have to kind of lower our pride and listen because I'm telling you what, a majority of the time, she's not taking a shot at me. I'm just taking a personal out of my own insecurities. And what I have to do is give her room to hurt, give her room to be vulnerable, and I need the same thing so that instead of being fixers, instead of trying to fix this situation and just fixing our spouses, what we're trying to do, we're actually being fully present with them to show them support and love. And so when they get done talking, just simply ask, is there anything I can do? If they say no, leave it there. If they say yes, then ask them what and you work from there. Number three, create habits to help process difficult emotions. And so I've got a list of habits. They're not in any particular order, um, but I just wrote these down just because I thought this would be kind of a great thing to just give you an example of what I've done in my past. Um, I used to be a journaler. I used to be a big journaler. In fact, I think I just uh, got rid of like like six, I think a six journals, was it six? Something like that. Uh, the only reason why they were old, I hadn't accessed them in a while, they were full, and I just said to myself, if something were to happen to me, I don't want my kids or my wife to find them. And it wasn't because I was kind of trying to keep secrets per se from them, but they were places where I was processing some very deep and dark stuff, and I think I just wanted to protect them from some of those seasons that they just they know about the seasons, but didn't know the depths of those. And that's honestly one of the reasons why I wrote the book that I wrote a few months ago called Speaking from the Shadows, because it will help them understand that without having the rawness of those journals. Or how about this? Physical activity, like exercise. Uh, if, I, if I'm going through depression, going through some deep stuff, uh, my wife just knows uh, I need to get some exercise. So she'll say, hey, go for a run or let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike. Have you gone to the climbing gym? Because she knows how much physical activity and exercise is good for the body, good for the mind, good for the soul. And so that's something that I do quite often to help me process my emotions. Um, there's prayer. Prayer is something that's very good. Prayer is outstanding. In fact, some of you are thinking, well, you're a pastor. You should have started off with prayer. I think I didn't start off with prayer just because I thought, well, that's what everyone's expecting me to say. Uh, but prayer is, is always my first stop. It's not my last resort. And I dive into prayer. I process things with God. And if you need to know how to pray, you ought to read the book of Psalms. Eugene Peterson calls the Psalms the training ground for prayer. You see how raw the psalmist is with God, and it really trains us to be raw with him. How about this? Talking it out with one another, sitting with your spouse, and talking through those difficult emotions and getting it out with, with your spouse. I've got a couple of really good friends I process with. That's important to talk it out. And then lastly, just talking uh, through some therapy with a counselor. It's something that I've done in the past and something I'm still unafraid to do. I think everybody ought to have a good Christian counselor in their life to help them and guide them through some difficult stuff. 
Number four, the last thing, it's literally dovetailing what I, off of what I just said, is just get professional help. Now, when it comes to the tough stuff and it comes to getting emotional check-ins, sometimes you need to get a professional to get a check-in with. I think it's it's not admitting defeat, it's actually going after victory. It's good to get professional health because some emotional health issues, they're absolutely complex and sometimes too complex for people that are honestly laymen in life. Uh, your spouse is a layman unless they're a licensed counselor. Yes, they are a layman. And when it comes to our mental health, sometimes between life circumstances, tragedies, challenging seizures, whatever, that all can contribute to just poor emotional well-beings. And what we want to do is get things in our life to position us to get the help and professionals are there as a blessing and a gift to your community community. So here we go. One more time. How can we do some check-ins? I would say number one, develop regular ones with your spouse. Number two, give your spouse room to be hurt and to be vulnerable. Number three, create habits to help you process those things. And lastly, get professional help. And I promise you, the more emotionally healthy you are as individuals, the more healthy you're going to be as a married couple. That's all I've got. Love you all. Have a great Marriage Monday. We will see you next week. God bless.